Welcome to On Culture. On this podcast, we talk about culture and faith and the world and our place in it. You can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also support our work and explore all of our content on our website, theembassy.substack.com. Here's Mike. And here we are back for another episode of On Culture. On Culture is the podcast of the embassy, theembassy.substack.com. And uh, we talk about issues related to life and culture, faith, uh, and so on, as, as does the embassy. I'm joined today by my friend, Tony Meyer. Hi, Tony. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm well. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk today about um, kind of an uh, interesting phenomenon that uh, I, we have all observed over the past while. Uh, I remember when YouTube was invented, uh, even before Google owned it, um, it was sort of an interesting, oh, you can just make your own video and put it up there and the whole world can see it. That's weird. And that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I mean, that right. that was not long ago at all. Uh, and I don't think Facebook at that point, Facebook didn't have video, you know, Instagram, I don't think existed. Uh, at that point. So uh, it just sort of, even after the internet, you know, even after the fact that you could go online and watch stuff, you know, this whole YouTube thing was, was an interesting phenomenon. And since we've got to a point where, um, social media in general and, and, um, YouTube and other video services in particular, like everyone just posts everything whether it's Twitch or whatever. I mean, there's just videos of people hanging out, like living their lives, like watching stuff on TV. It's just like we live in a world where it's almost like if it doesn't exist online in some format where somebody else could consume, then does it, you know, is it even real? And I don't know. What do you think about that? What do you make of that? Um, What's going on? Well, I'm certainly thankful, very thankful for the 520 videos I can watch about how to replace my kitchen faucet. Yes. Right? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Although there, there's, there's a real utility. There's a mixed blessing because some number of them are wrong. Um, you know, so <laughs> you so do true. have to watch a few of them just to make sure you found one that the guy knows what he's doing, uh, which is again, another interesting right. phenomenon where, I mean, some of that's great. But, uh, you know, I've watched videos where, okay, we're, today we're going to do this, and the guy, then the video cuts, and he comes back in. Okay, that didn't work. So the guy obviously doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, so it's just kind of an, that's an interesting phenomenon. You can find out about anything online because people post mm. everything. That may not be true, but that's another uh, topic mm. for another podcast. But, yeah, what is that? Like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Our incessant need to be seen, to be heard, to hear ourselves talk, <laughs> uh, to be wanted, to be needed. Um, you know, I don't have that issue per se with social media or with YouTube. Um, but I do think that that issue for me as a human presents itself in other areas. But I, I get maybe I'm... I'm 35. Maybe I just missed the mark to where mm -hmm. I, you know, 
feel generationally feel the need to put everything out there. Mm -hmm. But, um, but just for friends, I I mean, you know, just for, uh, it may not be on social media, but I feel the need to share with all my friends, my family, my accomplishments, Mm -hmm. you know, be, be admired, be heard. Yeah. It's, it's, I think that's a good way of saying it. There is, uh, there's a, um, a common human need to be seen, to be noticed, to uh, feel like, okay, I I'm here. I exist. I matter. And for thousands of years, you know, that was satisfied in a bunch of other ways, some healthy, some unhealthy. Um, but now it seems like we've, you know, uh, a generation that grew up with this being like a way to do it. Cause you didn't really grow up with that being a way to do it. And you're, and you're only 35, I'm older. Um, and so it seems like this is what, this is what I should do to be seen is to put something out online, uh, and to see others, I'm going to put something else out online. So yeah, it's, there's a common human, um, desire that that's normal there's a you know intermix with our brokenness so we'll find you know people used to just show off and uh you know do stupid things (laughs) (laughs) so their friends would tell the story of them doing stupid things which is basically the same phenomenon it's just you know you're not it's not going to go viral five million people aren't going to see it on on video of you doing your stupid thing um i was well it makes me think of go ahead flagpole sitting yeah do, do you do you remember the yes. phenomenon of example? It was before my time, but flagpole sitting, right? Like it it went viral. I don't, when was that? Early nineteen hundreds or something guess, like that? Or, yeah, I mean they or sixties or I, yeah. I don't know. It it was long before me. Yeah, but it went viral. But it was like out of protest or whatever it was. It it was on some level non productive non. There was no utility to it. There was no, there's nothing really beneficial. Maybe a statement was made, right? But like, um, but it just went viral. Right. People did it to be seen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's another, I mean, I remember when I was growing up, the Guinness Book of World Records was a thing. It was an actual physical book, mm-hmm. uh, which they used to, they used to print those on paper uh, and you could, you know, you get books that way, but it would be like some, like, why would somebody do that? Well, they would only do it to say they owned the record and to show up in this book and to somehow that meant something, you know, uh, longest flag flagpole sitting session or whatever. Um, (laughs) yeah. And so it's, it's this weird and, and then it's not, I mean, for, to some degree that's, so there's, there's a correspondence there. You understand that, you know, I want to kind of want people to see me. I want people to notice me, but then people will put the most embarrassing stuff up, uh, it's often they put embarrassing stuff up about themselves, which even though this is embarrassing, I think it'll go viral and it's about me and I'll go viral, which it seems perverse to me, you know, uh, that, uh, the value I'm choosing is a lot of people see this, even if they're seeing me in a negative light. Um, right. I mean, I, I was sitting there with yeah. Evan one time and we were somewhere and on one of the TVs 
you know, it was some bar and grill or something. One of the TVs, there was this, I guess this internet channel or this cable channel of basically stupid, uh, internet video clips. And there was like a half hour or might've been an hour. I don't know of shows of people falling, like people walking out of their front door, the ring camera hits some ice, bang down the go. And that, you know, mm-hmm. seven second videos and another one. So the, a lot of these people are putting them out there them, themselves. I mean, it's their own ring, right. it's their own video. And it's just seem, something right. about that just seems, I don't know, sad mm-hmm. to me uh, in a way. But uh, yeah. For sure. I mean, the, uh, you know, I I do think there's a there's an aspect of commerce to it. Like True. I've never put up a, a video on YouTube that wasn't, specifically for my business and, and specifically for some sort of promotion. But, you know, I mean, I think it's kind of like the whole human condition of just selling your, your soul man, for man, commerce, man, for the dollar. It's like, like if, like I, falling if porn. I can do this. Yeah, exactly. Jeez. And we, and we just eat that up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell me you don't, you don't stop. And watch every single one of those falling. Well, I, I, you scroll I past mean, there was, tw- there was 20 screens up in this place we were sitting in, and that's the one that caught my eye. Uh, you know, because some, exactly. of, some of them are pretty funny. I mean, you know, uh, exactly. I mean, sometimes people mm-hmm. falling is funny, uh, no doubt about it. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> but I do think there's, you know, uh, you know, I, I talked, to, I opened the piece in the, in the embassy uh, about, you know, kind of a little stumble and the kind of the, the natural reaction is to look around. Just, did anybody see me? Uh, you know, should I be embarrassed? Mm-hmm. I mean, the same thing happened, but it will be a different experience for me if somebody else saw it or if I did something great, you know, mm-hmm. like what I, like I said, I, you know, you, you fumble your keys and you drop and you, you snatch them out of the air and you're like, Oh, that was pretty good. Nobody saw it though. Um, <laughs> and there is, so there is that thing that we want to be seen. As you said, I, I don't want to like the whole thing is not crazy. It's just kind of gone to crazy and maybe, I don't know, sad, states perhaps no doubt no no doubt but i am gonna find that video of you at home depot uh i'm gonna i'm gonna hack the um the security footage and find that video and post it online probably make millions probably would go viral yeah but the the video mike sherman does not want you to see that mike sherman yeah that mike sherman the embassy Mm -hmm. that's the one (laughs) right exactly right which of course i would pay you to do that since I would get more money and notoriety, it, you know, that's, that's that commerce thing. Right? For sure. Yeah. I'm an ambassador, right? right? You are or, my marketing, or, yeah. your chief oh, marketing officer. <laughs> I love it. This is great. Uh, so, okay. So <laughs> let's, uh, jury duty. Um, so jury, jury duty is a reality show, which is, uh, it's not one of those YouTube videos, but you know, it's, it's in the neighborhood. It's in the family where somebody's in a weird situation and we're watching it play out. Um, and you watch jury duty or most of it. I've seen most of it. I think maybe through episode six or so. Okay. So, you know, um, there's not, not to give anything away because it's immediately, I think it's in the preamble to the show. There's a fake trial, uh, fake judge, you know, fake defendant, fake plaintiff, fake jury, everything's fake except for one guy. Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's the premise is they're doing some documentary about a, about a trial. 
And then all this crazy stuff happens in a way to, you know, basically to see how he's going to react. You know, that's the, that's the hook. That's the funny part. What is he going to do when this happens or when that happens? Um, and as it turns out, Ronald Gladden, I think, uh, mm-hmm. is like yeah. the best human, you know, on, right on earth. Yeah. Like he's just good natured. Uh, he takes people as they, you know, so they put these weird people, you know, and they talk about doing this. Like they, you know, put this weird gadget guy next to him in the, in the hotel they're sequestered in. Cause they kind of were hoping he would react negatively to that and they would see him go, oh my God, but he doesn't, he doesn't, he like befriends this guy and, you know, really sort of takes everyone just as they are as crazy as, and they've just got increasingly crazy. Uh, and you know, there's a, a running gag that kind of goes along with all of this is there's the, uh, James Marsden, the real actor is part of the jury supposedly. And so he's, he plays this, sort of exaggerated Hollywood blowhard version of himself, which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so he's invited at a million turns to laugh at people, to mock them, to talk about them behind the, I mean, all of this stuff. And he doesn't do it, which is, you know, they just struck gold with this guy. So the magic of the show. Um, mm. And so it's sort of heartwarming and everything. Uh, and it, and, and very surprising. You know, he's a very surprising um, response to that situation. Uh, and have you thought about what what you would do? I mean, I don't think I would have gotten on the jury probably because uh, you have to apply. And, you know, there's a whole thing there that probably is not is a mismatch mm-hmm. in filters. Like, have you thought about what you would do in some of those situations? Yeah, yeah, I did spend some time, some time pre- preparing my my mind and my heart for the idea of being trapped for for weeks with those people. Um, here's here's my question though. First to you, have you ever been called to jury duty? Uh, I was called. I mean, I've been I've been sort of called like you get the notice and then and then it comes to nothing. Um, and so I was called mm-hmm. to. Uh, it was a death penalty jury um it was a weird situation a guy had been convicted of murder uh you know and so that he had committed murder there's no there was no question about that the defense wasn't disputing that uh he had gotten the death penalty some sort of something uh appealing this the sentencing part of it uh you know and so he had there was a separate then there was gonna be a separate trial just for the sentencing and this was you know two years Mm -hmm. later um and so, yeah, it was a, you had to sort of talk about, uh, you know, even the whole process, the, the whole process of jury selection took a week. You know, you had to write it, you had to yeah. write, you had to fill a thing because it was a, it was a big deal. It wasn't just your normal, uh, in this, you know, in the, in the show, it's a civil, it's a civil, uh, sort of a, a ridiculous civil suit situation, uh, of course. Um, but yeah. And so I was almost selected. And at first I thought, well, it's fascinating. And the whole process was fascinating and sort of impressive. I mean, it took, everyone took it really seriously, but by the end of the week, I certainly did not want to be, uh, uh, selected because I think that jury was right. going to be sequestered. Like you'd show up the next day with a suitcase. Uh, right. and I was like one person away. Like they get to your, you're in, you're in numerical order and they're eliminating people and selecting mm-hmm. people. And so they got to 
the last juror selected was the number before me. And that doesn't, I don't know if I would have been selected or not. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it is, and it's sort of serious business then. Cause then you're deciding. So no, I've never served. On, have you served in a jury? I've not served. So similarly, I, um, I think I've been, you know, summoned or whatever two two, three times. The, the last time, um, I spent all day there through this selection process. At the end of the day, it ended in, in uh, uh, a mistrial. Uh, and I, I don't know all the ins and the outs, but it ended in, in mistrial because, believe it or not, I don't know if you're familiar with the McCloskey couple mm-hmm. that's yeah. been all over the sure. news. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. They wanted to show their, fi- they wanted they, to show their firearms they... to their neighbors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so <laughs> there was a misfire. Yeah but not in the way you, you think. Um, yeah, they, so they, they were the defendant. Uh, no, sorry. They were the plaintiff in, in this case of, um, civil case, uh, guy, I believe an auto accident guy was put in a wheelchair. And I mean, you know, I, I'm sure, um, that there was, if I remember right, there was, there was, uh, reportedly, you know, uh, alcohol involved and that kind of thing. But I just remember that day, thinking this is crazy like the 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 plaintiff um the guy making this this case for for suing this other couple was drunk he he was like driving crazy and still they were making these claims of all these other things so in a miniature way it was a comedy Mm -hmm. errors yeah and you know i and and then the mccloskey couple um, I'm probably going to have to watch my back, you know, tonight, uh, because once this goes no, viral, yeah, this but, is a, a uh, huge audience that we have. I mean, I can't, <laughs> once it goes out there, I can't control so, it. I can't control where it goes. Right, right. Yeah. So they, they, uh, the judge had to keep getting on them. Like, no, you can't ask that. No, you can't beat the, the jury with that. You can't, you know, whatever. And this was long, but obviously before the jury was even selected, yeah. they were just trying to narrow yeah, it down. Yeah. And so I remember getting to the end of that day and just, just being so frustrated. Mm-hmm. And, and now it was quite a while ago. I, I've, I've grown a little bit, I think, since then, <laughs> a little more patient. But the idea of being, to your original question, like the idea of being in Ronald's shoes with all of these people, with all of this hilarity and at the same time, not seeing my family, right. not being able to go outside right. of the the hotel or Margaritaville of all places. <laughs> like that's my worst nightmare yeah. is being trapped. I mean, full disclosure, Be right? with your I'm fellow, joking, with your fellow humans, but, for, for a week. Dude, but, a, an average collection of humanity. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the, that, that is sort of the remarkable thing. Cause you can imagine yourself thinking, Oh, I would, I would not enjoy that at all. You know, and you, we can't right. not watch it knowing it's fake, but you know, if you were sort of with, uh, you know, a dozen other annoying people for a week and that was basically all you had, that'd be a long week, you know, uh, for sure. But in a way, this is like, you know, encapsulates not only the remarkability of you know, the remarkable nature of, of Ronald, because, you know, he bears the image of God. Well, I wrote that in the piece that, you know, he's a model for patience, for acceptance, 
Uh, he's very, he's a good friend. He's a good communicator. Uh, all this, you know, he's kind of for everybody uh, in a way that I don't know that I would be, uh, sadly. Um, and yet that, you know, to be, you know, to, to be trapped with your fellow, you know, an unchosen collection of your fellow humans, it's kind of like a lot of life. And we're sort of called to be all of these things that we find it remark that remarkable that Ronald is. And so there's sort of a, there's sort of an interesting morality tale for me about, yeah, I probably need to rethink, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of those things where, Hey, I'm in my car. It doesn't matter what I yell at that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. By myself in my right. car. Now, I don't happen to yell things on myself in my car, but, um, I, you know, I yell them in my head. Uh, so, right. it, but it, you know, my contention is it does, it does matter actually. Um, like, you know, right. like everything is seen. I know that I'm doing it. Uh, all of that matters and it's probably not, it's not good for me. If the person, the other person in that case doesn't know one way or the other, uh, but it still matters. And you know, like everything matters, uh, even if nobody sees it, that's sort of the central point of, you know, God sees it. Mm-hmm. I see it. I know it. And, uh, and, you know, I think that's, that's something that I think we've, it's, it's easy for us to forget. I think that, you know, we, we're so privacy centric that, you know, what I, what I do, what I, what I think in my own head is nobody else's business. We want to say to ourselves, mm-hmm. but it's really not true uh, because it does impact me. I am connected to other people. God sees it. All of this stuff that uh, is, you know, that cultural setting is is really not true, and it sort of impacts who I am uh, going forward. Are you the kind of person who, who audibly yells at people when you're alone in the car? <laughs> uh, used to be more so, for sure. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's interesting when I read your piece. Um, the one of the first things I thought about is several months ago. Um, in parenting, I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old, and uh, I didn't catch it. My wife had to straighten me out here, uh, as she often does. But I said to my six-year-old, after something he had done that, you know, of course he shouldn't have, picked on his brother, hit him, whatever, um, I said to him, don't let me see you do that again. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't, don't, don't let... Don't let me see you do that again or else dot, dot, dot. And Jenna, um, and I, am sure I didn't respond as gracefully as I should have to her, but she rebuked me and said, you know, I don't really think that's the point. Like, I don't, I don't really think it's not about you <laughs> that, that, that he should do it only when you see him, right? Like he should probably be coached not to do it at all. And so, Don't let me um, or God you know, see I'm you sure do that, that again. Was... Right, right, right. Yeah, there's something really <laughs> wrong with that too, right? Um, yeah, I think like, I think, so I am. I mean, I am, I am the guy who, you know, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Like I am the guy who, you know, finds myself doing something because, um, you know, I don't think anybody's watching. I think we probably all are to some degree, but I think it's just, baked into yeah it's like it's like we're at the center um 
I'm pushing this onto my kids. But at the end of the day, like, what is, what's my mm-hmm. heart, right? Yeah. Like that kind yeah. of trope or, or cliche, like what's, what's in my yeah. heart? What's on the inside? What am I telling myself? Am I being honest with myself about, is this behavior um, indicative mm-hmm. of, of what, you know, what God wants, what, what mm-hmm. he doesn't want. So, yeah. I mean, I, there's yeah. a passage I didn't include it in the, in the piece, but you know, this, this sort of whatever's good, whatever's honorable, whatever's beautiful. These are the things that we should be thinking about. Uh, and that is pretty, that is pretty, you know, it is pretty uh, against our culture in which, yeah, you know, that in the privacy of my own home or my, my own thoughts that I can do whatever I want. Um, and it, it is, something that is pretty ingrained in us, uh, culturally. Um, and yet, you know, that we know that's not the case. I, I put Psalm 139, the passage in, in the piece, and there's sort of the sense of we can't escape God's presence. And I, in, in the biblical context, that's seen as a good thing, uh, that God's grace is always with us. He's always with us. He's always protecting us. What we do and say and think matters. Uh, I think in our culture that can sound creepy though to some people. Like you're never alone, <laughs> you know. That someone's always watching sounds creepy. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's I think a defect in our culture, not you know, not in truth, not in the reality, because yeah. we are always seeing, right. and it's a it's a good and gracious thing. Uh, the you know the counter example um, is the Truman Show in which him being always seen is sort of creepy. Uh, do you remember the Truman Show, that movie? I do. Yeah, vague, vague memory. I saw it a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Well, the guy running the whole thing is Kristoff. That's his name, you know. And he's and so it's, a, <laughs> it's very clearly a Christ figure, and he's kind of seen as a creepy right. dude. You know, he is a creepy dude in, mm-hmm. the, in the movie. And then, to, you know, for Truman to to be him fully himself and to whatever be free he has to get out from under that under the you know the visage uh, of Christoph and i do think that's our mm-hmm. that's sort of our view of things that of course we all do things and say things 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 by when we're by ourselves we don't we shouldn't do uh but we also have this sense of well at least at least you know nobody sees me all the time kind of this you know that's our that's kind of where our culture is uh, and I do think, do I see God's presence as gracious and does that, and do I see the fact that everything I do say and think means something as actually gracious? Because to go back to the very beginning, it is pretty sad to think all these people think I don't mean anything. My life doesn't, I have no value unless I'm author some clip that, you know, a million people see, even if it's me falling. You know, that, that's just, there's a sadness to that, that no, you, it's actually, it's actually better than that. Your life is actually more meaningful than that. You know, you don't have to find something to go viral, uh, you know, for somebody else to see you. Um, cause that, right. it, but I do think that it, in a way that sounds obvious, but it, it's really counter to, I think, how we tend to operate. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's wild because something something i just thought about okay so what if what if john smith puts the video of him falling on youtube and a million people see it but no one likes it is that a success to john smith 
right? right? Like it's layered to where it's like, it almost doesn't matter who sees it. Um, But if John knows that everybody else saw it and he's getting that affirmation, that, that, that cheap sense Mm of importance or I, yeah, I don't know. Um, It's, it's layered on a, um, uh, yeah, kind of a wicked level. (laughs) Yeah. um, But one that's very, I think, I guess, common to us. So, um, yeah, I think that, you know, I guess where I'd, where I'd probably want to land this, the plane is just to sort of emphasize the gracious note that God's grace is, God sees everything. He, you know, he knows bad stuff about us that we've forgotten or didn't even know was bad or whatever. And he sees all of it and he knows the meaning of all of it. And, uh, he offers grace to us uh, anyway and encourages us to be gracious and, uh, you know, be more like Ronald. <laughs> and the annoying people in our lives to be more you know, more Christ-like and offer grace. So uh, maybe we'll just leave us with that thought. Um, and uh, until next time, uh, we'll see you in the next episode of On Culture. You've been listening to On Culture, a podcast of the Embassy Newsletter. Have a question? Send it to theembassy at substack.com. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.